Stay on top of all meaningful, top-trending stories right here on SAFM. Leading the conversation. Well, a group of researchers at WITS have found a way, a new way, to search for what's called dark matter. Dark matter is one of these very strange things in the universe. One of the researchers is Professor Deepak Kaur at the School of Physics at Wits University. Professor Kaur, good morning. Morning. Thanks for having me. I read a lot of science fiction and I don't know what dark matter is. What's the difference <laughs> between dark matter and normal matter? So, that's a very interesting question and I think uh, uh, that's many people who don't know. So, the whole idea is everything you see around us, you, me, uh, is essentially what we call normal matter, ordinary matter, which you can see. And turns out that's only like 5% of the whole universe. Uh, how do we know this? Because astrophysicists have looked at data where they see like the big celestial objects like black holes and stars get pulled by something invisible. And we have estimated the invisible thing in total composes of like 95% of the whole universe. So that's what we call dark matter. How do you then look for this dark matter? What evidence do you have that it actually exists? I mean, you, you've got to try and assess it in some way. So I can see the table in front of me. I can feel it. I can know that it's there. How do you assess dark matter? So dark matter only exerts gravitational attraction. That's all we know. So that's, that's a telltale sign. But of course, we don't know what it is. We don't know the nature of it. So people search for it in many different ways. Our astrophysicist friend, friends search for it in celestial objects. Uh, we, in science Large Hadron Collider, we collide protons at speed of light and try to create a Big Bang-like situation. We try to see if we can produce these dark matters in these collisions and then detect them in our detectors, which are like a fancy digital camera. So that's how we look, try to search for dark matter. Of course, we can see it. So you look for imbalance of energy. Like if you remember your high school physics, it's essentially like uh, energy momentum conservation must hold. But if it doesn't hold, that might mean that we have seen mm. an imbalance, which might be a sign of dark matter. Okay, you, you say they're, they're, they're like a fancy digital camera. I'm sure they're very fancy. <laughs> um, what have you then, so your insight, your, your, your breakthrough has been to try and actually uh, find a different ways to detect it. What, what, what change have you been able to find? Right. So as I just said, I mean, typically people have looked for dark matter using this imbalance of energy, which we call very funnily missing energy. <laughs> Scientists have fa fancy terms. Uh, but our idea was not our idea. I mean, there are some ideas by theorists that what if the dark matter kind of resides or mingles with our ordinary matter. So we use something called jets, which are like, so we have quarks and gluons, the fundamental particles, which comes out of these collisions and they form what we call jets, a stream of particles. Now, what happens if the dark matter is hiding inside these jets? It's almost like a pizza, but missing some toppings. And can we see that? Can we, would those jets be any different? We call them semi-visible jets. So with my PhD student and I, we looked at these semi-visible jets, sadly, breaking news we haven't found anything but at least we excluded that scenario and next research can build on this so that's that's where what we are so excited about uh, this sort of science is fascinating because some of it is theoretical and some of it you can right. actually know do you think dark right. matter is ever something we're going to actually know we're going to actually really 
understand properly, not just theoretically, but actually know how it works? That's a hard question. I mean, because we don't really know what it is. So the first task would be to establish what it is through experiments, because ultimately physics is an experimental science. Um, and then uh, whatever it is we find, then we will probably know more. Now, just talking about something funny, I mean, a lot of times I get asked on the street, like, is dark matter going to solve our energy crisis? I mean, unfortunately, no. We are in dark about dark matter and we are in dark in this country, but that's not what, what we do basic science for, right? <laughs> we we do basic science because we want to mm. know like the deepest mysteries mm. of the universe mm. and that's exciting and that also leads to other interesting things i mean you might know that the world wide web which we all use every mm. day was started at cern the european yes. particle physics laboratory so so there are a lot of like indirect benefits that comes out mm. from looking at fundamental science. I mean, a lot of this artificial intelligence, machine learning methods, which everyone is using now, we kind of pioneer it for in our data analysis. Professor, thank you very much indeed. Professor Deepak Kar from the School of Physics at Wits University. It's a fascinating subject, something quite difficult to understand in a way, but fascinating.